Welcome to part two of Below the Surface with MJ. We're talking specifically about um, it's rough out here, finding financial freedom. And I'm here with my co-host, Renee Bumpus, aka my mother. And we were talking on this whole thought process of you giving to causes such as like the single mother, you know, things that really pull at your heartstrings. Mm -hmm. One of the things I want to talk about when I talk about the statement is rough out here, what I'm suggesting is that it's literally rough out here. Like everything is not what it was at one point in right. our life. Like everything is expensive. To me, every time you walk out the house, you're spending just to breathe the air. It seems <laughs> like just to breathe air is $250. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's mom. expensive. I'm serious. I feel like every time I leave the house, I'm going to spend at least a couple hundred. On a, yeah, I'm going to spend a, a couple hundred a, dollars. A day. Yeah, I mean, I can say, oh, I just need to go in the store and get some dog food and come out spending $250. <laughs> so I just, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand. But what? it's rough out here. Gas is high, groceries are high. And what you call that? Inflation. Inflation. Everything is high. And housing is high yeah rent and, is high and, and the pandemic did not help any of those causes because and i feel bad yeah because, because it's because if like you don't have suffering. financial freedom you're struggling oh yeah and making ends meet you know you know people don't understand uh the discipline of uh for individuals when you see something uh you may not go into the extreme but as a as as women we're good at valuing something. So if you see gas that's a couple of cents cheaper for that week, then you need to maximize and fill up your car tank. Don't be. It takes more money that. to talk yeah. to about spend ten or fifteen dollars every two every day to fill it up. Just why not fill it up one time for yeah. that week versus going to the gas station three or four times? Because time is money. But I think people are struggling that bad to where they can only, in their mind, I can only afford in this moment $15 worth of gas. Yeah, and that's that's the depressing part. That's a rough part. place. But you know what I'm saying? The other piece of it is to create financial freedom for yourself, you cannot depend on that nine to five any longer. That's you what can. I keep telling people it, all the time. And at the end of the day, they really don't value. <laughs> they really don't value you. Because just as yeah. you can get sick one minute, and I swear they'll have somebody in there on top of you. Right. But there's so many it. different ways, and I'm going to tell you, different ways of creating revenue. You know, when I see grown men working a nine to five and they got three or four kids at home, dude, you need a second job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because... It's not enough. I don't care what you make. It's not going to be enough to provide a substantial quality of life for your family. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whatever so that is. Hustle. Yeah. Side cutting hustle. hair. Cutting hair. Cutting grass. Cutting grass. Doing Uber. Uber. I mean, you got to create another stream of income. Ooh, one thing I want to talk about, because you just brought something up. And I don't know if I should make <laughs> this another episode. No, we're going to talk about it now. Okay. So you talked about the black man. Right. Mm -hmm. But one thing I'm noticing is that people are staying in relationships because financially oh, wow. it makes sense. Right. You think it does. They they think it does. Right. Like I'm going to be with this person because we're splitting the bills and I can't afford on my own to stand. Oh, on my girl. Own. What about this thing of 50 50? Do you think that? Works? Oh, no. We, that's that's going another direction. Mom. No, okay. we can't talk about that. I'm just talking about <laughs> You know, a lot of people feel like they have financial freedom in these relationships because they're splitting the bills, right? That's 50, though. It is, but we want to stay okay. in the realm of the financial okay. freedom part. Okay, so when I think about 
splitting bills, I think you should but, be to yourself. <laughs> but it makes sense though for some people. It does, but if they then, got if they got three or four kids. Yeah, but in the same token, I mean and, and we'll talk about this another episode. I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna tell you it's another episode. How about episode. we just make this another episode? I think so, because okay. let me say this. At the end of the day, if if two people in a household, mm -hmm. the quality of life, if you don't have a balance in understanding finances, then that relationship is not gonna last. Mm. Because the give and take is never gonna be a balance. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Yeah, I episode. think so. I think but that's so. a good topic that's, right there. That's a good topic. Goodness gracious. That's a good topic right there. Okay. Um, Can I say something about you and your finances? What I love about you? Sure. You budget everything. And because you're so organized in what you do and how you do it, um, you, you're just good with money. You have understood what money is. And at the age that you are now... Um, I was just coming into my being with money. Mm -hmm. I understood it growing up as a child. But you made so much of it. Though. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I had a I had a good career. But I think too, <laughs> when we talk about financial freedom, we have to talk about savings. You do. You have. And to. I know it's so hard for people to think about saving when you're robbing P Peter to pay Paul. You don't even have an opportunity to think about savings. But like like we just stated, I think the 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 solution to this is you can't just have one job. You right. can't rely on the nine to five. You have to have multiple hustles. So if that means Whatever that you, you get do. off at five o'clock, sometimes it takes a sacrifice to work from seven to eleven somewhere yeah. and make a few extra dollars. Um, and once you get to that place, then you can start to think about saving and putting money to the side. Because like I said, I don't feel comfortable. Not yeah, having a pot a, of money, a and I have a dollar amount on that. I'm not gonna say how much it is, <laughs> but I feel like once that, if that go, if my savings drops below that, I'm nervous you because like anything it. can happen. Yeah, and your you car can break down. Emergency. The yeah. AC in the house can break down. Yeah. I mean, it's always it's something. always something. But I'm gonna have to say this: the old way of how I used to save when you were growing up, I don't do anymore. What was that? Going to the bank. Doing the savings account and dropping it in the bank. You don't do that. Oh, I, she does really. She really do not like. I banks. mean, the fi the financial institution has failed. The banking institution is not as strong as it used to I be. I get it. Fifteen or twenty years ago, so I had you know when banks are closing or defaulting, I only keep a small amount because mm -hmm. I just don't trust the systems. I trust my system. <laughs> But I just don't trust the man. I sure don't trust the other type man. Yeah. So if we have, you know, the bottom line is a credit score, a decent credit score, if, if a community was 700 plus credit scores, that would change the, change the economic platform for it financial would. dignity for this community. It would. It, it would. would. It would. But I'm going to be honest. We are in such a bad place mm -hmm. with the economy that a 700 plus credit score don't mean nothing right now. Mm. But I definitely think makes, I, I value credit score. It makes a difference. It does make but a difference. But when the economy is as jacked up as it is right now. Well, yeah, because no matter what your credit score, the interest rates are so Interest stupid. rates. And let's talk about that. Oh, let's talk about interest rates. And let's also talk about this one thing that I think we are just dabbling in just a little bit, but it, it's very lucrative. And that's real estate. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way. But let me tell you, real estate, everything you'll do in life will have risk, right? It will. Oh, uh, 
land is always going to be there. They're not producing more land. Nobody's ever. God is just not going to come down on earth That's so true. and produce more land. So land is one of those commodities, commodities that's never going to go away and there's value in that. But I tell people all the time, it's not the property or the house or the commercial building. It's the land itself. Mm. So, you know, there was a slaying, a saying years ago, and my, grand, my grandparents used to talk about it, uh, uh, a mule in 50 acres. Mm -hmm. If you had a mule in 50 acres, that meant that that animal was going to provide food. That animal was going to provide a stability way of life for the family. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten away from ownership. Mm -hmm. We've got away from having our own um, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to tell you the other piece too, there's a different, there's a very thin line now between ownership and renting. Mm -hmm. And it depends on where you are in your life. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of times, um, people don't want to have a house and if they can't maintain it. Right. So when you talk about renting or just passing through for that moment in that chapter in your life. Somebody else has the responsibility, and you're not tying your money and your resources in maintaining it. Right. That so it has sense. a gives and takes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Stewardship. Stewardship. Mm -hmm. And then no matter what you what you dive in or what you you will possess in life, a good quality of mind of understanding that this situation that I'm in is only temporary. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of things in my life that I did, having two children and a strong quality of life. I wasn't afraid to for risk. Yeah. Because I knew that ultimately I the quality of life that I was providing for you and your brother was making sure you're healthy, making sure you had a God-centered life, making sure you had food and and the necessities of growing up. But if we had to move and shift, it had to be done. Yeah. And people are not as flexible with that anymore, especially the community that I currently live in. People are not willing to do that. They can't afford to do they that. They can't because it's expensive. It is expensive and then, to move. And then I think it goes back to, so it's, it's the expense part of it being expensive, but then it's also you trying to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. That whole, that like, piece. social never media. Never wins. Never you wins. You know, like, trying to make sure, that, that like, you, make it seem as if you have it all together. And it's really nobody's business but your own. Oh, it really isn't. And then a lot of things that you would want to do, do. You either decide to plan to do it and work towards that or just do it because, you know, this this thing called life is is short. So, sure. so, you know, preparing for what I did in my when I was in my 20s to prepare for retirement, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on on that door. Yeah. But in the same token. You know, when people are leaving here in their early twenties and thirties yeah, now, no, it gives yeah. you a whole perspective on let me let me let me take this trip now or let me do yeah. something that I that's on my bucket list that I haven't done because it, it used to be different. It, it used, used to, to be, be people passing away or yeah. like later in life. Right. But now you just never know. You just don't know. And life is short. So I I got a whole perspective. And then when you deal with just life and then health challenges and just things that happen in life. You know, I tell tell you all the time that you work hard, you're grinding hard, and you'll have your doctorate the end of uh, um, this year, but you'll graduate 2024, May, baby. Yes. Yeah. But there are some things that I want and desire for you to do now. 
before you shift into this other chapter in your life. Mm -hmm. Because time is money. Money is time. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to say, okay, mom, you're going to manage the this part of my doctorate and you're going to be traveling the world speaking and motivating people and teaching and doing the things that you're doing but on a larger scale i want you to have fun before you do that because then it's going to be it's, it's going to be demanding and you can have all the money in the world and financial dignity straight but if you don't have that inner peace and you gotta being just it's, it's you a gotta balance. balance it's a balance exactly and one of the things that stood out to me this week i was watching something and in the video the guy said you can't put your peace in people Mm. But I would extend it to say you can't put your peace in things. You can't put your peace in people. You can't right. put your peace in. You can't put your peace in just stuff. That's or right. People. You know what I'm saying. Right. Your peace That's has to come internally, and the source for me is God, right. who gives me the peace. But yeah. You gotta find the peace. It's a balancing act, and I just feel so. I feel sorry. I feel saddened. It seems like just about every day when I think about how rough it is out here. And, and, it's and, and we're all one step away. If we don't, if we make one wrong move, you can be homeless. You could, and yeah, I think that's the perspective that we all need to consider. Like, but then too, we have to hold. Um, you know, we have to get involved in social peace. I keep talking about this because I'm now understanding how economics work. You can have um, a six-figure income, okay? Mm -hmm. You can have a six-figure income. And in a community like this mm -hmm. that we're currently living in, mm -hmm. if you got the wrong leadership in place, mm -hmm. you can lose that overnight. Yeah, and I you really want saying? you to have a segment just on that topic next week. I yeah, think. I'm gonna just let you have your thing. You have whoever you want to come in and yeah. talk on the because podcast. Because that that means everything. Financial stability means. Yeah, because we have to have, we have to understand what's going on in our in our world in our communities because it does directly it affects your house. And it's like we become so hands off and but we right, think that we don't have any say so. It's fifty dollar water bills that used to take place. Four or five years ago, these mm -hmm. people now are paying three times as much or $300 a month for water. So at some point, you have to get engaged in knowing why What's going on? why these things are happening. Why is our community suffering? And, and the, the point you're talking about is a universal piece. Mm -hmm. But if you're living in a community where 100,000 people are in it and we're all feeling that impact of that. Who's actually being the voice? Who's actually talking about how money is? So when your dad created Operation Hope mm -hmm. in Macon Bib, along with John Hope Bryant, uh, who is responsible for Operation Hope, that's a financial dignity program that was teaching citizens, regular, ordinary people, how to maintain finances. finances. And being in that program, people's credit scores were life changing. Where they just entering the program and registering gave them fifty points. Mm -hmm. Fifty points is that's a big deal. That's a huge difference. Not only that, but it teaches you to open up other opportunities for streams of income. Mm -hmm. What else are your skill set? That's what I love about you. You got four or five streams of income. It's because you understand. I just can't have just this little piece right here. Because mm -hmm. if I get sick or something happened to me. But again, I feel like, I feel like, and I hate talking about, I, let me take that back. I love talking about God, but I know I talk about 
him in every episode because he's such the foundation to every conversation everything I feel like I have. everything and so when i think about the fact that i've been blessed to have multiple streams of income i feel like he's given me that opportunity because you can't tell me that there's any way that i'm able to do all i do in one day you get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. he allowed me the space and the opportunity to And the do strength, it. right? Yeah. And, and then when you're depressed, do you bank money when you're depressed? That's what people need to understand. A mental illness or depression or anxiety, those things take away from the things that make you productive in life. Mm -hmm. And if, you, if I had been um, um, dealing with those issues and raising two children, there's no way in the world that I would have been able to provide a quality of life and travel the world and do those things if my mind mental capacity wasn't in, intact mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so we've got to teach this piece on loving embracing ourselves the self-love because once you love yourself you're gonna love yourself enough to say you know what i don't want to be broke right and i and there's more <laughs> there's and, and more it's possible and it, yeah and, and and having that relationship and with God. And the tongue, there's power in the tongue. It is. You speak things into existence. When you and say when you say I'm broke. Guess what? You're gonna be broke. <laughs> you have to you have to think that. And then you too have to be around people mm. who and surround yourself with people that understand that financial piece. You know, I don't wanna be in a room where I'm the brokest person in the room. Or the richest. I just don't like it. Yeah. But I, I wanna learn from whomever's in my space. But it's better to be in a room when you're talking about finances with people that have wealth and money. Mm -hmm. Because guess what that breeds in you? And if they don't instill that quality back in you, wrong crowd, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. That's good conversation. Man, I loved it. I love it. So, guys, you've heard it. This has been part two of, what do we call it? Hey, what is It's part? rough out here. It's rough. Finding financial freedom. Stay tuned for our next episode. Take care, guys. Thanks, Mariah.